get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. It's certainly going to get worse before it gets better. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C. Cow, you scared me. That was a zesty Friday morning version of Live! You did it again. Dimly lit room, deep up in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Headed into a big weekend. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The most resilient nation on earth, the United States of America. Our people, our economy. We will be fine. We will emerge from this. I'm excited about March Madness. Got my bracket filled out. Mm, you uh, haven't been following the news. <laughs> I didn't realize until I saw this yesterday that the, uh, the the number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Is it fair to say the, the NCAA tournament is, is up there with the Super Bowl and... Uh, and a lot of other things, right? Not oh, a lot of other oh, things. Oh, yeah. It's up I mean, there it's... with a few other things. There's only a couple of things that big in the whole nation. Well, and it's, it's many, many games. So it has a duration. People talk about it for weeks. But I didn't realize the number one seed, the University of Kansas, had announced they weren't going to go. They announced that first yesterday morning. <laughs> so it was later in the day that the NCAA said we're canceling the tournament. Well, you're number just one. Just like a Kansan. You're number one. I don't even know what that means. Your number one seed just said they're not going. Yeah. And then Duke is. joined later. So, and I think that's because the two best teams thought we're going to go clear to the end. So that's three weeks of playing in multiple cities. We're not doing that. Right. And, Tremendous and, amount of travel. And when they bowed out, you can't have the tournament then. I mean, no, what's not the really. point. No. So, uh, it, you know, it, that wasn't necessary to it happening. But that sure as heck sped it up. I feel like the next uh, big um, uh, uh, cavalcade of, or that's not the right, cascading one after the other is schools. So you, oh, had, yeah, the, you, had, the, you had the sports yeah. thing happen where, I don't know, who pulled the trigger first, the uh, NBA? I think it was probably the NBA with old Rudy Goldbear. And now it's everybody. Um, everybody within 24 hours, everybody mm-hmm. and, and schools are starting to do that. I saw the state of Maryland, for instance, has canceled schools for the entire state. Typical Marylander for the rest of the month. And I think that's going to, uh, travel across the country too. Yeah. 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 Not, might not be everybody, but it's going to be a heck of a lot of places. I mean, everybody's just figuring out, yeah, it'll be fine. The kids will learn to read next year. I don't want to feel about this. The state deciding to call off school. How about we let, let that be a more local decision? Well, uh, Maryland is a county compared to a lot of western states sure. that are vast and, and, and populous. Yeah, I don't think, for instance, like uh, your giant western states, the governor ought to call off from the mountains up there to 500 miles over there in the no. desert. No. no. No school. No. Sandpoint, Idaho probably doesn't need to call off schools, for instance. We'll see what happens. Right. They're still going to have those two old men still going to debate on Sunday night? That's what I understand? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Not only that, I was just reading that left-wingy groups are doubling down. They are accelerating. They are going hardcore into Save Bernie, a.k.a. re-elect Donald J. Um, they, they have not given up. But so I got no March Madness on Sunday when I would normally watch the conference championships, 
but I do have two old men yelling at each other in an empty room. Yes. That's uh, not much of a consolation prize. Tell me about it. You know, listen, it's it's just entertainment. But I love me a sports match. You know, we work uh, somewhat hard at this job. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'd like to do something for me. A little Joe time. <laughs> little uh, little basketball game. little uh, golf. A little uh, baseball. Oh, my God, baseball. No baseball for a while. It's a drag. Yeah, but, yeah. again, we will bounce back. And it depends on where you are in your life. This is by far the easiest part of my day. This is where I come to relax and get away from it all. <laughs> oh, if I didn't have this, I might lose my mind. That was me for decades <laughs> when he had no kids. <laughs> this is my little refuge no, from you. the world. I hear you. <laughs> um, but we got the updates on everything uh, happening for you coming up. That's very exciting. And there is a fair amount of good news to be had. And, and clarifying news, too. It, it, you know, if there's one, th- what do we do for a living around here? Well, we jabber in, in, into microphones, but we gather as much information as we possibly can to try to figure out what's actually true. And, and when you do that for a living, you realize how much of the media is either phony or dumb or inaccurate or trying hard, but, you know, if I'm going to be charitable, but too busy. And, and there are things, for instance, that study that, Hello. Uh, there's that study that shows uh, that, you know, the, the virus lives for whatever, the, the three days on this, that, and the other. Well, I found out that that's extremely unlikely to be true in the real world. Okay, good to know. Yeah, for that's instance. Very good to know. So, yeah, we try to try to bring you a more complete picture, and we'll be doing that today. Yeah. Okay. So we'll bring you that throughout the day. Uh, all three of your major indexes were down nearly double digits yesterday. The worst percentage drop. Since Black Monday of 1987, Dow futures. Oh, were you about to go there? No, I was not going. Dow anywhere. futures are skyrocketing right you know, now. It's going to take up. a lot of skyrocketing to up. get back to normal. Well, listen to the pessimism. What do we do? The in resilience this house? of the American people is our general manager, and they want to see you in their office. <laughs> Jack, what do we do in this house? We buy the dips. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just, dip. 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 As I'm following the math of the way viruses spread, I think we got many more dips to come. But uh, could so. be, but the the market bakes that sort of thing in. It's um, I think with the crash, the uh, the the uh, the rapid lowering we've seen crashes such as scary word. Let's rapid steer clear of that. Lowering. Shall we? The the somewhat rapid lowering uh, assumes a pretty dark scenario. Well, that was that was a heck of a day yesterday. That's that's one that goes on the calendar if you follow that sort of thing. That was a big one. Anyway, we'll introduce everybody in the squad, and we'll get going with this dang show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, went out and picked up some food last night, and um, the place that I normally go to, it's usually just packed. The line's almost out the door on a regular basis. Walk in there. There was nobody there. It was it was great, to be honest with you. I thought, you know, uh, I could get used to this. Yeah, fantastic. I might eat out more now if, you know, I can have the place to myself. <laughs> Awesome. My wife's flying cross country today. She uh, texted me from the plane. She has the road to herself. Yeah, I have heard on a that, flight that that's impossible. I have a. Uh, we know a whole bunch of people that gather gear and thought, let's go to uh, let's go to Hawaii. They're all going to Hawaii. Oh man, they're, they're young people. Jealous can do that sort of thing because it costs like nothing. I saw uh, a friend of mine said uh, he got cross country San Francisco to Boston round trip sixty dollars. Shut up! Wow. <laughs> And then, you know, we were talking yesterday, you can get a, a, a really nice hotel room, Midtown at Manhattan, for $90. Although they're closing so much stuff, like Manhattan uh, shut down, New York shut down all of Broadway, so right. that's, that's over. So I don't know what you're going to do once you get to some of these you places. You can catch Corona here on Broadway. <laughs> so they shut it down. 
Yep. You can walk around our empty streets <laughs> and do what? And look at buildings. <laughs> uh, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, I, I broke myself quarantine yesterday. Found my my way out to the driving range as I continue to uh, do do a little bit of a forced function of going out and seeing friends. And it's especially, especially in times like these, it's it's very easy for me to just become a hermit and just you know only leave my house for work. Uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna say these 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 frequent trips to the range. My my swing's starting to look kind of good. Wow. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Go. Starting to starting to hit it where I'm aiming. That's that's a big deal. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I. I. I don't. And you get feel to be like... out on empty golf courses. Nobody will know if you're lying or not. So oh, you can yeah. Come back up. Wow. Seventy-five. That oh. was a good round. Another birdie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna tell you it wasn't? Nobody. Nobody there. Um. He'll know, Jack. He'll know. <laughs> um. So we got some. Uh, uh, there was an interesting article in the New York Times about the way people act in pandemics throughout history, and it ain't good. Hmm. We tend to pull together during like hurricanes and earthquakes and fires. We do the opposite during pandemics historically, for good reason, I think, for deep anthropological reasons. And uh, which is not to say go out and act like a you know a hind end, but uh, I get it. Yeah, um, we're the source of each other's danger, as it were. Experts still trying to figure out why people are buying so much toilet paper and what to do about it. It doesn't give you <laughs> pooping problems. This thing, all right. There's plenty. America's toilet paper manufacturers will stand tall in our hour of need and keep making it for you. You don't need to buy two years worth. It's like everybody all of a sudden decided Fresca need to. You not gotta have a stuff, and Fresca can't be found anywhere in the country for no particular reason. Right, right. Um, but we got a lot on the way. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, March thirteenth. Ooh, I didn't even see that coming. Friday the 13th, Ooh. in the middle of a pandemic. What after is this, the, the 12th century? After the worst stock day in 40 years. That's burn rough. Some sage. Would that make you feel better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Banish some demon. <laughs> I'm right. Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. And we approve of this program. Let's begin now, rationally, please, according to FCC rules and regulations, precisely at Mark. Dad, what are you doing? Well, you know, they're canceling all these uh, crowds at games, and they tell people not to shake hands. At the disinfect surfaces. Well, this is what I want at the golf course today. So, um, what? how do I know how many hands have touched this money? I recognize the voice of one O.J. Simpson. What was that all about? Juice. Uh, that was his ever-growing uh, being an online influencer. His latest uh, <sighs> his latest entry into that. He put on a mask and he was disinfecting his golf winnings. You know, like. Very relatable. He is a one wacky murderer. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, listen, this is a bit of a serious turn, forgive me in advance, but uh, um, a friend, not a not a close friend, but a hell of a good guy, uh, passed away suddenly. Mm. Um, I found out just yesterday, and a and, uh, young man, too, 50 years old. It's terrible. Um, and, you know, God bless his family and the rest of it. A lot of you know who I'm talking about. But um, uh, And O.J. Simpson lives. And I'm thinking... What's going on there? Seriously. And and I think maybe OJ lives to remind us that evil exists. I think he's out there to remind us that, you know, that, that there are bad people. Hmm? And you have to be on guard or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, His very voice makes my skin crawl at this point. 
So we could uh, spend four hours contemplating why do bad things happen to good people. Or we could just post really nasty comments to OJ's Twitter account. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's uh, I hate that question. I'm not, I'm we, not, we've I'm got, not answering that We've question. got clips of the it's week. like it always is. What do you think it is? It's fine. It's fine. We often say we've got a, a correspondent in Italy who's telling us about the coronavirus there. Yeah, we, like we could, but then I would have to, like, know that. I don't remember. I don't remember. I would have to, like, know that. Clips of the week next also. Armstrong and Getty. case scenario for the Chinese virus. The New York Times has it from the CDC. I'm not sure there's any point in looking at worst case scenarios. Is there? I mean, it's like the friend of yours who died suddenly. I mean, that's the worst case scenario. It's very unlikely to happen to me. What am I going to dwell on it for? If I was in charge of perhaps preparing the world for that worst case scenario, great. Otherwise, why? Why am I going to terrify myself? I'll cross that bridge when I come to it, as they say. Yeah. It'll be the bridge out of here. You bunch of infected goo dripping. I'm, I've never been healthier. I'm Me too. The, For now. Their worst case scenario is pretty bad, though. I can tell you that. I'll bet it is. Yeah. Yeah, well, keep it to yourself. Okay. <laughs> Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. Ah, ah. Michael thought he had me. It was but, close. But first, as it is Friday morning, the tradition is a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. California has officially declared a state of emergency about the coronavirus. It was announced Friday that South by Southwest has been canceled because of the coronavirus. Meanwhile, coronavirus is set to headline Coachella. It's Wednesday, right? I think so. Hump day. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Hopefully we'll have a dry hump day. It's not really... Oh. Oh. Let's shut this puppy down. Is the worst yet to come, Dr. Fauci? Yes, it is. I went out today to go grocery shopping, but I didn't make it very far because the front door of my apartment is padlocked shut. The NBA has just announced that the season is going to be suspended uh, for whenever. Like, they don't know. First reaction and thought when you learn that the season's been suspended. This is crazy. This can't be true. I mean, it's not within the realm of possibilities. It's just to it seem more like out of a movie than reality. Now Tom Hanks has just tweeted just moments ago, <laughs> quoting here, he says, Hello folks, Rita and I are down here in Australia. We felt a bit tired. We were tested for coronavirus and were found to be positive. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned. Or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Bernard Sanders. <laughs> oh boy. I wanna I do wanna nail down how many people died from various viruses that have hit the United States like in the modern history, because a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Mm. It was okay. pretty big numbers yep. and it didn't mm-hmm. get that much attention. And I feel like we're going to freak out over a much smaller number on this one. Okay, we'll discuss mailbag. 
freedom-loving quote of the day. I'm enjoying the uh, Samuel Adams quotes this week. It is not infrequent to hear men declaim loudly upon liberty, who uh, mean nothing else by it but their own liberty, to oppress without control or the restraint of laws all who are poorer or weaker than themselves. It's hmm. <clears throat> a good point. For instance, that's not free speech, that's hate speech. And I get to limit it because I know better. Reject it. Reject it, my friends. Steve writes, in these troubled times, we could use a few reassuring words from the uber-positive mini-mart owner manager you've had on in the past. Well, it's ironic you should say that, Steve. It's actually a cafe, but Jack, you ran into him. Or was it Sean? Somebody ran into him yesterday, and he was in a foul mood. I wouldn't say that at all. <clears throat> no? No, I wouldn't say it's a foul mood, but he was uh, he was belligerently de- uh, defiant about the way some people were reacting to the whole coronavirus thing. We're oh. the country that beat Hitler! Oh, okay. All right, yeah, he's more defiant. Okay, good for him. Maybe we should have him on. Hmm? Thanks, Steve. Most positive man on earth. Uh, let's see. Marissa writes, had a tea time with a friend at Fancy Golf Course. Conflict came up the day before. I tried to cancel, but not within 24 hours. Called the pro shop back when it opened. Said my friend was self-quarantined after being at the CPAC conference. Just like that, we were off the hook. Best excuse ever. Wow. Better than having a baby. You were you were a bad person. Wow. Oh, my God. Better than having a baby. <laughs> you, you, you were exploiting a tragedy to get out of tea times? I do not approve of that. Oh, man, my favorite one. It's so funny. Uh, well, I, we'll get to it right after the break. It's uh, a theory on what's actually going on. It's actually hilarious. Cool. Oh, there's a lot of conspiracies out there. Oh, yeah. Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty Show. New York City late night shows were planning to go without audiences starting on Monday. We announced that last night, actually. And uh, that changed because just a few hours ago we got some surprising news. We would be going without an audience starting tonight. This is absolutely true. We're just kind of winging it. This is rehearsal yeah. right now, mm-hmm. which might be a good thing because in my mind, all of my jokes are perfect. The only person that ever disagrees with me is the audience can't disagree with me now, can you? <laughs> ha! Look, I just got a laugh. Well, that's going to be rough, man. Oh. <laughs> that's, well, it's weird. It, yeah, it's yeah. funny how your brain is programmed yep. to hear a laugh at the end of a joke. And when you don't, it's it's like, oh, that was terrible. Wait a minute, that was funny. I don't blame, I don't blame him, but oh, no, it, it's a no. weird, that'd be a weird, yeah. hard thing to do. Yeah, and uh, so... Uh, speaking of funny, let me pay okay. this off. Um, I love this tweet. This uh, this tweet from this guy. I have no idea who he is, but um, the people fighting over toilet paper are crisis actors hired by the bidet companies. I am not suicidal. If you find me dead, investigate big bidet. Wow, <laughs> he thinks it's a false flag operation. I mean, that is such a beautiful parody of the internet. Well done, Gene Creamery. Um, so. That was the Colbert Show with no crowd. They've all announced that now. Jeopardy Wheel. Cool people call it Wheel, not Wheel of Fortune. You just call it Wheel. Did you see Wheel last night? Cool people do that? Um, <laughs> the View, Jimmy Kimmel, Ellen, Live with Kelly and Ryan. All going without audiences. Oh, and uh, Seth Meyers just shut up shop for a couple weeks. He's just not even going to film. That's yeah. the spirit. 
And some people are just going to stop doing it. Well, that's what Wheel of Fortune is going to do. Or, I'm sorry, The Price is Right. One of the most enduring game shows in history, Joe. Couldn't stand up to the Chinese communist virus. Well, that one you can't do without the audience. They pluck their contestants directly from good, their studio audience. That's yeah, a pretty good dress point. like lunatics. Yeah. That's a pretty no, good that's point. let's make a deal. <sighs> You're right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it is but a good that's point. That's got to shut down, too. Yeah. Again, yeah. You have to have the audience to do the No deals right. will be made. No no wonder the stock market crashed. But so, like, like uh, Colbert said, and I think this... Uh, is true of a lot of different things. He said we were going to do it next week, but then everybody's, well, yeah. And anybody that announces whether it was the sports leagues or whatever, we're looking at starting two weeks. Well, it, if it's a good no. idea from two weeks now, you got to start today. Yeah. It's either important or not. And if you think it is, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We were talking about the worst case scenario earlier. Well, the point of going crazy is so you never get there. Right. Um, and it'll be fine. I uh, uh, saw a number of my uh, friends, golf buddies, etc., uh, yesterday, and and a couple of guys offered their hands to shake, but it was like, oh, hey, no, hey, and so there are all sorts of uh, elbow bumps and fist bumps, and uh, uh, one guy who spent some time in Japan was bowing, and <laughs> just anything but the handshake. We're mm-hmm. adapting. Uh, well, certainly it doesn't matter at all if you have an audience for Wheel of Fortune or whatever those shows are. In terms mm, of the not really. It's a fairly big deal if you start shutting down schools for months at a time. And, uh, you know, I just hope that it's done by people talking to smart people about whether or not that's necessary. And if it's necessary, fine. But I don't want any, I don't want any well, they're doing it, so we should too, sorts of decisions being made. Uh, I would right. like to, would like it on a higher level of decision making right. to cancel school, shut down school for a month, however long it's going to be. Yeah, I would like perhaps public health authorities or or local private experts to advise that that's a good idea, as opposed to school board numbskulls right. just making the decision based on something they heard on CNN. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Um, so the the uh, this article in the New York Times, and you can either agree with or push back against this, because it was the biggest percentage drop in the stock market yesterday since 1987, in which right. I was live in 1987. I was a grown-up, and uh, bodies in the streets. It's when I first developed a taste for human flesh. Oh, yeah. All the, the cannibalism. More yeah. suburban cannibalism than you'd have guessed. It was more common than not. If you ran into somebody, it was right. more common that they had eaten another human being than right. not. Right. In and 1987. And if you saw somebody who was particularly well-marbled and delicious looking, you might just, well, harvest them is the uh, term we used at the time. Neil Irwin. For our younger listeners. Neil Irwin, who is their analyst on uh, all things economic for the New York Times, said something weird is happening on Wall Street and not just the stock sell-off. A sinking feeling reminiscent of the global financial crisis when all kinds of obscure markets went haywire. I'll just read you a couple paragraphs. Underneath the headline numbers, and this was, yeah, this was last night. Underneath the headline numbers were a series of movements that don't really make sense when lined up against one another. They amount to signs, not definitive, but worrying, that something is breaking down in the workings of the financial system, even if it's not totally clear what it is just yet. Bond prices and stock prices have moved together, not in the opposite direction as they usually do. On a day when major economic disruptions resulting from the coronavirus pandemic appeared to become likelier, which might be expected to make typical market safe havens more popular, many of them fell instead on Wednesday. And there were reports from trading desks that many assets that are normally liquid, easy to buy and sell, were freezing up with securities not trading widely. Um, the long and short being that the, this is not something not normal is going on mm. in the markets worldwide, and they're not exactly sure why. 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. I'd have to check more into that. I know just enough to be dangerous about the the bond market, but um, I, yeah, I have a feeling, and and the reason I say this is because there are zillions of dollars at stake. Um, what was exposed? What he's talking about? We'll figure out how to fix it. I tell you this, though, the one thing, and I'm Mr. We'll bounce back, we'll be fine. I've seen plenty of these things, and and we will bounce back, and we will be fine, and it might happen sooner rather than later, and the markets will roar back, just roar back. Not sure all the way back, because, and, and this might end up being the number one takeaway from this whole thing. And And I heard an author talking about this, and I found it very persuasive. We have, and there are two points here, we have an economy based on just on time delivery. It's a miracle of efficiency, really, that something can be designed in uh, Silicon Valley, uh, the parts uh, made in uh, across America, some in Sri Lanka, whatever, assembled in China, back in a flash, and the day the store needs more stock, boom, there it is. It's really quite miraculous. One of the best descriptions uh, was uh, in Thomas Friedman's "The World Is Flat." Um, but anyway, it's it's a long book. Just you know, just skim it. Uh, and there are, but the world isn't flat. It's round. It's an expression. It's oh, a. Uh, okay. He's not a flat earther. It has oh. to do with how uh, you know things are becoming less hierarchical. Mm. Anyway, um, but the point is, a disruption like this makes it clear that there are things you do want stockpiles of. Nobody has inventory these days because it's not necessary unless there's some sort of global shock. And if you're talking about global, global, halfway around the world, a global shock takes a ways to come back from. And the other aspect of it that I think is incredibly important, I've hit this point before and I will keep hammering it. Hammering it. Hammering! Yeah, we're, th- uh, that was a test. That was a test to stop see. the hammering. That was a test to see if you people are paying attention and not staring at your phones, texting your friends, and you have failed. There's going to be a meeting after after work. Let me know how that. And goes. I'm going to do a lot of talking in this tone. Let me know how that meter goes. This meeting tone goes. of it's mandatory. <laughs> oh uh, no, social distancing. Um, I'm not allowed to go. A to meetings. mandatory meeting. That's right. In the midst of the Chinese flu. So here's what I'm going to keep hammering. Stop the hammering! I'm not going See, I'm to. Listening. I'm not going to, you commie. <laughs> um, we need strategic stockpiles of critical uh, medications and medical equipment and or divorce ourselves from Chinese manufacture of the aforementioned goods. We cannot have all of our, our, our heart disease medication, our hypertension medication, our, our all of our pharmaceuticals that deal with, you know, the, the depression, anxiety, and the rest of it. We cannot de- be dependent on a hostile regime that has threatened to cut off the supply of that stuff if we make them mad. It's a critical matter of national defense. We have to get that stuff in-house or at least in-hemisphere and not being manufactured by a hostile regime. China is asshole. It'd take both parties to come together on that. I wonder if that's the sort of thing we can do at this point in our uh, our existence. Uh, it would be a good idea. There'd be and the reason it'd be hard to get both parties to go along because there's going to be pain. Give me pains. To some stuff might cost more. Yes, and and the big pharma is already a hot button. 
Um, so yeah, and and there would be there would be stuff that went on as we did that that would make me mad. But that's the nature of national defense. I mean, there's so much profiteering in war and defense and the rest of it. Uh, but you have to defend yourself. And I think, you know, how do you attack America? What are you going to do, invade California if you're China? No. But you could screw us bad uh, in, in terms of, uh, you know, the drugs and the health stuff and other economic needs. So anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, back to my greater point, the market will go roaring back, but... I think we're becoming aware we need to divorce uh, ourselves from China to a large extent, and that's going to make the roar back a little slower and and, and tougher. I wonder if that will become part of the, the campaign uh, on either side. I hope it does, but I'll bet it doesn't. Well, we have some tape of, of various people um, discussing that very question, and Joe Biden is still like a classic you know, lefty calling it xenophobia. It's racism that we're you know, singling out China and the rest of it, which is... Just a bizarre notion and, and dangerous. So uh, how scared are people of the Chinese communist flu? we got uh, the latest polls on that. See if you're like the typical person or not. Um, Disneyland's closing down. All yeah. your theme parks. If this continues into summer, it's going to be a weird summer. If uh, if there's nothing like the, 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 the typical you take the kids to do this. If it's all closed. Yeah. And it might be a weird summer in a good way. Maybe we all go do more hiking or... Uh, I don't know. The time to get, I don't know. What, Go make but, a campfire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Mickey Mouse has been giving people hauntavirus for decades. <laughs> and the minute wow. he's threatened, he closes down his park. Well, it's ironic, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have the top commie flu scams that are going on out there. Maybe we'll hit that at some point in the show because a lot of uh, scumbags attempt to make money off of fear. Wow, speaking of betrayal, I just uh, was just informed that my daughter, instead of coming home to hang out with her parents, is going to go hang with her friends in Virginia Beach. There you go. This is a betrayal. This is shocking. It's disappointing. It's uh, absolutely predictable. I wish I could go. <laughs> you know what? We were just talking about things. You just show up on the beach. <laughs> hey, kids! <laughs> <laughs> Dad! Somebody texted, yeah, Jack, hunting, fishing, hiking, that sort of vacation. More of that and less uh, Disneyland's and that sort of thing. That'd be fine. Oh, amen to that. be fine for America. Amen. If we do that. The wide open spaces. You know, we were just talking about uh, during the commercials, things we teased and what we wanted to do next and whatnot. One thing you teased that I actually do want to hear, because I had the harem scarum version yesterday of how... Everything I tease is worth hearing, but go on. Uh, we had the story yesterday of how the virus can live on surfaces for two or three days. Yeah. Which I thought, holy cow, somebody touches a doorknob and three days later the virus is still active on there. You're saying that's not necessarily true? I'll, I'll just tell you this. It's a lot like the gas mileage the sticker says you're oh, going to get for your car. Gotcha. Yeah. In a you know, perfect environment mm, that could happen. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, just a bit of good news, and then I'll get the heck out of the way. Uh, sunlight and humidity kill virus. And uh, I don't know what you know about the whole seasons here in the U.S. of A., but uh, it's about to be sunny and humid 
in a lot of the country. Is that why flu goes away in the springtime? That's a big part of it, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Plus, people just aren't pressed inside all the time, trading it back and forth. So it's not pretty much all of your sports, right, that have decided not to do their thing. Um, NBA, NHL, NCAA, Major League Baseball, they all shut down. Golf! Don't leave golf out. I'm heartbroken. And what we're trying to avoid is what they got going on in Italy, where they're literally, and I'll talk more about this later, where they are literally saying to the oldest, nah, we can't help you. Yeah. And we only got so many people we can help in the hospital right now, and we're going to have to draw the line somewhere. And they're just letting old people die. Yeah. They are actually doing that in a first world country. People need ventilators. They don't have any more. Because it spiked so fast. Mm-hmm. Um. How concerned are you about the coronavirus? What percentage of people are very or somewhat concerned? I'm not in that category currently. Very or somewhat concerned. You're not even somewhat concerned? Well, somewhat's not a very high level, is it? No. I'd probably, I'd probably get to somewhat. Yeah. I'm not very, but I'm probably somewhat. Because um, what's what's the next one below somewhat? Not, I'm guessing. I mean, if you're not slightly. somewhat concerned, you're somewhat means a little. I'm incredibly interested, but somewhat concerned. So other polls go with a great deal or a fair amount. Well, I'm not exactly sure what a fair amount is. <laughs> How much of your homework did you do? Uh, a fair amount. Enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did it somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. Anyway, uh, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a split by party affiliation, of course, which I find interesting. Oh, my gosh. And is that... Okay, we've officially lost our minds. How much of that... Well, some of it is legit, because there's a different way of looking at the world between lefties and righties. Mm -hmm. You have a different way of looking at the world. Some of it's that. That part I'm okay with, because that's just a worldview fine. However we got there, we're either born that way, or we learned it as kids, nobody's exactly sure. Read Thomas Sowell's uh, Conflict of Visions. But we have different worldviews. Read the first chapter. That's enough. That portion of it's okay. Read it somewhat. But if you're not scared because Trump is president, or you are scared because Trump is president... That it, because you just go with whatever party is, and that's a weird way to go about the world. Or you want to pump them up. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's odd. So they got a whole bunch of polls. USA Today, Quinnipiac, uh, Survey Monkey, Economist, YouGov, Civics, Public Policy Polling. I'm just kind of going to average them in my head looking at the numbers. It's about 50% of people in America currently are very or somewhat concerned. About half. So about half aren't. Survey Monkey? Wasn't that where Ebola came from? Yeah, survey monkeys are biting people. carrying a virus itself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you break it down, though, to get to about half of the country that is very or somewhat concerned, and I'm not sure I'm even in that group right now. Um, Between, like, my parents and the stock market and, and myself, absolutely I'm somewhat concerned. Okay. I don't think I'm there. Um, uh, Republicans probably, again, I'm averaging it in my head, look like it's about 40% of Republicans and more like 60% of Democrats. And you get to 50% overall with those numbers. About 40% of Republicans are very or somewhat concerned, according to this poll. And some of the polls, it's a heck of a lot lower. And the, when was uh, this taken? In the UGUB, you know, that makes a big difference because it, it changed a lot night before last. Yeah. Changed huge yeah. in the last 36 hours. So that's a very good point. Some of these polls are um, the 2nd through the 8th, the 5th through the 8th, the 10th through the 11th. Makes a big difference. Yeah, because it doesn't surprise me that that number, what's the civics poll? 
Well, that was Feb. Well, February 25th through March 10th. But the people in the February part of it, of course, Forget hardly it. any of them were concerned. Right. So of these six polls, they were conducted somewhere between the February 25th and March 11th. So March 11th would be the most recent and yeah. what was, of those. Things. And what was Wednesday night? Because that was the night we found out Tom Hanks had it. And that's what changed everything. <laughs> uh, and the NBA closing down and all that. Right. That's a very good point. Thank you. That's a very good point. I'm they here got, all week. <laughs> this poll will be a lot different when it comes out on like Monday or over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Those numbers will be a lot higher. I don't know about asking somebody about a great deal or fair amount. This just seems like a very, define our terms, very squishy terms. Now who's quibbling with polls? <laughs> Which polls? Enjoy All it. of them. Okay. It's my favorite hobby. What does somewhat mean? You mean like know. a tiny bit? or Yeah, yeah. I know. It's ridiculous. I uh, got this note from Randy in beautiful San Jose. I'd like to hear what you guys think about this. I read it today. The administration is considering a travel ban to California and Washington State. Well, I would say Washington State is where the vast majority of deaths are, but it's a big state. Have you ever been there? Um, California, which is banned official travel to like 14 different American states out of a childish feeling of superiority because you're not woke enough with your bathrooms for transgenders or whatever, while California continues to do lots of business and travel back and forth to China, where they have concentration camps. I'd say California would be getting exactly what it deserved. That's pretty funny. It's it's funny in one way. It makes my head explode I think it's somewhat to fairly funny. <laughs> oh boy oh boy it's i think the word is stupid yeah we have a stupid. lot of info for you today i hope you can stay around armstrong and getty